The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast, and March Madness is just a day away, and the first four wrapping up tonight, and we got one final game in the first four taking place, and on the line for the first time in about two months from the Bay Area, diehard Florida Gator, Syed. Uh, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Good. How about yourself, Deshaun? Doing good. Uh, not really liking how USC is playing right now in the first half, down by 15. Uh, let's see if they can get it done in the second half. But uh, got a lot of uh, exciting games coming up this weekend. Uh, the tournament looks stacked. A lot of good teams, uh, a lot of top teams back in the tournament. Same from last year. So we'll go ahead and start in the East region, and that's where the defending champions are, the Villanova Wildcats. We'll go ahead and start in that region. Uh, number one over, overall seed, Villanova. You got Duke as the two in that, that region. Baylor as the three. And I believe uh, your Florida Gators is number four. So uh, what's your overall initial reaction on that, that region? And who do you think ultimately is going to come out? Yeah, I mean, uh, Duke was really on fire last like couple of weeks. Um, but... You know, I'm not on their bandwagon like everybody else is. Florida really struggled down the stretch, lost a bunch of times to to Vanderbilt, um, and they're missing their their starting center, so that hurts them a lot. Uh, I think Villanova is coming on strong. You know, I think they have a really good shot at repeating this year. So, you know, I, I think overall it's a pretty strong bracket at, at the top. So I think it'll be exciting. Like I, th- I think Villanova will come out uh, out of this section. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, Villanova. I mean, pretty much returning uh, most of their key players f- from last year, with the exception of uh, the Final Four's most outstanding player from last year, Ryan R. C. Diacono. But uh, they still have their. They're led by, of course, their three guards: Josh Hart, Jalen Brunson, Chris Jenkins. They all shoot very well from the three-point line. Uh, and they're a very high-paced offensive team. Uh, and uh, Duke, like you said, co- came on late. They really got hot in the ACC tournament and ended up winning the, the whole thing. And uh, they're now, uh, they actually started the tournament as the favorite to win the title, but, uh, according to Vegas. So that, that's pretty interesting. And uh, Mike Krzyzewski, uh, we know his track record. Uh, Duke always... Is in the hunt most of the more times than not, and kind of besides the kind of the top four teams we mentioned, uh, you mentioned Florida struggles. Their starting center going out. Uh, do you see uh, any other team, maybe like a Virginia or Wisconsin, uh, due to their uh, slow slow tempo, slow style, kind of uh, fooling around, kind of messing, giving a little teams the giving the top teams in this region, excuse me, a little bit of trouble in, in terms of controlling the tempo? 
Um, you know, I think Virginia, like you said, they're always good in terms of um, in terms of kind of slowing down the pace. You know, it makes them look good defensively. But I don't know if they're they're all that good defensively. They just kind of slow down the pace. Um, you know. They're missing their best player who left the NBA last year, Bogdan. Um, to be honest, I don't think any of those teams, Wisconsin or, or Virginia, would be able to upset those top four teams. Okay, so who do you see in the, the regional final in, in the, the, the Garden? Obviously, you said Villanova. Who do you think they'll face in the regional final? Villanova Duke. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going. The, I'm leaning the same way. I mean, I think Duke has come on really strong, and then Villanova, led by their trio of guards, uh, really looks good, and they d- definitely deserve to be the number one overall seed, being that they are def- the defending champions, and they are playing so well once again. And those are the two uh, most high-powered. Uh, offenses in this region and i believe the two best coach teams as, as well in my opinion and oh, in that matchup that elite eight matchup the regional final matchup we both agree on that one what do you think will be the difference for villanova i, I i'm assuming you have them winning yeah i have villanova winning i think their experience um is going to overtake duke and, and to be honest i don't think duke has the difference makers they've had in the past. I'm not a big fan of Kennard or Grayson Allen or, or um, you know, that freshman that, that that played really well down the stretch in the ACC tournament either. So, for me, I think that experience is going to push Villanova over the top there. Okay, yeah, I mean, Duke, obviously, uh, they have the Grayson Allen, who everybody has come to hate with all of his tripping antics. And then, uh, like you mentioned, uh, Kennard and uh, Jason Tatum has really come on strong for them up front. Uh, obviously, like I mentioned, they're always a good team. They're always in the hunt. But uh, I, I believe uh, Villanova is just too strong offensively, and their their guard play is just too good. So I'm going to take Villanova slightly, but I wouldn't be surprised if Duke comes out of this region. But I'm going to go with Villanova, the defending champs, to come out of the East region. And we'll agree on that one, and we'll move into... The bottom half, the bottom half of the left side, and we'll go into the west region. The one one seed in that region, Gonzaga. The two seed, Arizona. The three seed, Florida State. The four seed, West Virginia, and the fifth seed, a very good Notre Dame team. Uh, what do you think about this this region? Yeah, I think this one's a little bit hard to call. Like you said, I think all those top five teams are are really talented. I think they all, all have a shot at a, to, to come out of this region. Um, um, you know, I think Arizona is good. FSU, you know, I, I don't see them taking it, but they're a solid team as well. Um, so, so we'll see. I, you know, I think, I think Gonzaga is a really strong team. I think they're they're going to be the ones who's going to make it out of this bracket. Okay, getting back to Gonzaga, uh, is everyone just kind of counting them out just because of their history, kind of similar to the, I guess, kind of how everyone counts out the Falcons in the NFL? Does it have that sort of feeling? Because I 
anybody, everybody I talk to does not think Gonzaga is a real contender. They just think they're going to be Sweet 16 or Elite 8 at best and not make it to the Final Four. They've never made it in school history, but they've had a solid 17, 18 years of consistent play, high seed in the tournament. So uh, what's your what's your thoughts on Gonzaga? I mean, what what do you think ultimately you have them going to the Final Four coming out of the West region? What do you think will be the difference for them this year as opposed to years past? Well, you, you know, I do think that people kind of overlook them just based on, um, I, I guess, what they perceive as history there. Um, but the last 10 years, I think Gonzaga's been one of the top schools in the nation. And, you know, I think I think they have a solid team up and down, um, you know, from... Jonathan Williams to, to Nigel Williams. Um, I, I think they're talented enough to, and I don't think there's any standout teams in this region or bracket. So um, I, I think they have enough to, to overcome FSU and some of the other teams in this bracket. Okay, I mean, Gonzaga, I, I definitely agree with you, has been very good, a very good type contending team although they've never gotten to the final four they've always been in contention sweet 16 elite eight for a pretty consistent amount of time so i believe the one advantage they have over all the other top teams in this region is just their size and and their girth they have a lot of big guys up front who were very skilled who um, can get in the post make skill moves and they rebound the ball well so i think that's if they're going to move on to the final four and come out of this region, I think that's where they're going to need to dominate. They're going to have to dominate big on the glass and kind of use their physicality to overcome the offensive teams like Arizona, Notre Dame, so forth. And But uh, what's your thoughts on Arizona? Obviously, Sean Miller's never gotten to the final four. Uh, do you think this... Obviously, you don't think, obviously, because you're picking Gonzaga. What do you think uh, Arizona has to do uh, to get in the Final Four this season? Um, you know, I, th- I think they have a talented team, and I think they have a shot. Um, uh, you know, I think with them, I think it's just players like, you know, Mark Hannon needs to, they just need to step up. I think they need to outscore their, their opponent. Um, okay, uh, definitely. Uh, I know a lot of people kind of like them, and I could see them coming out of this bracket, but for me, I think I'm, I'm going to go with Gonzaga. I think I think overall they have a deeper team. Okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, for this one, I, I definitely think... Uh, Gonzaga will be uh, in the regional final, and I think they're going to take on Arizona. But uh, I'm leaning Arizona in this one. I like I like this Arizona team. Uh, they just got back Alonzo Trier, their uh, point guard, and then Laurie Markinen up front is not as big as uh, some of the Gonzaga guys, but uh, he spreads the floor. He's he's skilled. He can hit the three, and I I just think I think this is the year Sean Miller uh, kind of breaks through his eighth season at Arizona. This is the year I think he breaks two. And f- Breaks through and finally gets to the Final Four. He's one of the better young coaches in, in the entire nation. So I'm going to go Arizona slightly over Gonzaga, and you're going to go Gonzaga to get into the Final Four. 
and for their first time in their school history. So with that, we'll move into the top half of the right side and the Midwest region, the number one seed in that region, the Kansas Jayhawks, number two, Louisville, number three, Oregon, and uh, Oregon going into the tournament with a key injury to their uh, star center, Chris Chris Boucher. And then number four, Purdue, with probably uh, one of the best big men in the entire country in Caleb Swanigan. So uh, what are your overall thoughts about this bracket, and who do you ultimately see coming out? Um, you know, I like Oregon. I think they've been playing really good. Um, and Dylan Brooks has hit, like, huge shots all, all throughout the year. You know, he, he's such a clutch, clutch player. He's hit big shots time and again. Um, but for me, I think Kansas is the best team in, in the country, period. Um, so I really see Kansas coming out of this, this, this bracket here. Um, I think they're going to meet. Um, Oregon in the finals here, and I think they're going to come out on top. Okay, definitely. Uh, so you think uh, the loss of Chris Boucher is not going to affect Oregon uh, going up against teams like Crichton or Rhode Island or possibly Michigan, Louisville? I don't think so. Okay, so does Dylan Brooks kind of remind you of a, a little bit of uh, Buddy Hield from last season? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's gonna have NBA success. But I thought, I thought Buddy Heal would be a more instant impact player in the NBA, but he really hasn't panned out yet. You know, it's still early in his career, so he might, he might turn around. But um, you know, he, he does remind me a little bit of Buddy Heal. But I think he's actually a more clutch player than Buddy Heal was. Okay, fair enough. And then. Uh... Obviously, Kansas, the number one seed, overall seed, uh, and they have this this region pretty much in their entire backyard, close to Lawrence, Kansas. They traveled, uh, I believe, Tulsa for the first two rounds, and then Kansas City, uh, which is pretty much a forty mile drive from their their campus, and that that's where the regional final will be held. And they pretty much, uh, I'm going to agree that they're going to come out of this bracket, this region, excuse me. And they're obviously led by their great guard play with Frank Mason III, one of the top point guards in the league. And jo- Josh Jackson as well, a very skilled player, very efficient player. And obviously Bill Self has done an excellent job there. He's pretty much owned the Big 12 in his uh, stint as Kansas. And I think he's won 12 uh, Big 12 titles in like 14, 15 seasons there or something like that. So it's amazing the continued success he's had there in Kansas. Uh, what do you think about Louisville at number two, uh, Rick Pitino's team? Do you think he can possibly outcoach Bill Self in a regional final game? Um, I think so. You know, I think Rick Pitino is probably a better coach than, than Bill Self. But to be honest, I think Bill Self has a more talented team. I think Josh Jackson is going to be not the number one pick in the draft. Uh, coming up in the NBA. Uh, He's going to be number one over Fultz and Lonzo Ball? I think so. I'm not on that ball bandwagon. But uh, I think he's much more talented than those other two guys. Is the UCLA hit coming out already? (laughs) Maybe. But, uh, 
But I think, you know, Frank Mason, he's a great college player. I don't think he's going to be a great NBA player, but, um, you know, he, he's he's one of the best players in, in college basketball. And I think that they're just a much deeper team than, than Louisville. Much more talented. Okay, yeah, I agree. They're definitely a lot more talented. I think Oregon, I believe, would have uh, been able to give trouble, I think, uh, to Kansas with Chris Boucher. Maybe a little more trouble. They might have had a more realistic shot, but I think... Now, based on based on what's happened, I think the only team that might be able to give Kansas a little trouble is Purdue, just because they have one of the better big men and one of the better uh, centers in the entire nation. Caleb Swanigan averaging nineteen and thirteen a game, fifty four percent from the field, and he's very tall. I mean, he's very. Uh, I think he's like two seventy, two eighty, or something like that. So, I just think he, he imposes a a physical type matchup for that Kansas really hasn't seen much of throughout the entire season. So I think that's really the only chance, the only kind of unquestionable variable that kind of exists in between Kansas and their road to the final four in Phoenix. But with that being said, I'm going to go Kansas to come out of this region. I, th- I just think they're the best overall team in this region. And I think, uh, this is, uh, the gap between, uh, the one seed in this region and the other seeds is high is greater than all the other regions. I, just, I think Kansas is just that much better than the teams in this region. So with that being said, we'll agree on that one with Kansas and we'll move into the bottom half of the right side of the bracket and the last region in the NCAA men's tournament, the South region, in my opinion, the best overall region in this, uh, in the 2017 NCAA tournament. You got North Carolina number one, Kentucky number two, UCLA number three, and Butler number four, and also some very good teams with Minnesota and Wichita State. So a lot of talent in in this region, in my opinion, and I believe it's the best overall region in the entire country and in the entire NCAA tournament. And Cincinnati also a, a pretty good team, and they can. They might make some noise. So, what's your overall thoughts on this region, and what do you who do you think comes out eventually? Uh, definitely, I think it's it's gonna be a tough region, like you said. Um, Wichita State got screwed a little bit; they're a double digit seed, but they're actually favorites over the seven seed. Um, and you know, you have you have a. North Carolina, I think it's a little bit overrated this year, but they're one seed. You have Kentucky, which I think is a solid two seed. So I think, um, and you have UCLA for those ball fans out there. But um, so, so I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun bracket to watch. Um, there's talent all across the board um, from from North Carolina to Kentucky to, to UCLA, um, but you know, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of UCLA. Um, maybe ever, but that's a different story. <laughs> even even this year, but and I think North Carolina is a little overrated as well. They got beat by Duke and a bunch of other teams this year. Um, uh, to to me, I think that I think Kentucky is going to take this 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 tournament. Uh, I'm a big fan of Malik Monk, and, and I think there's a bunch of other talented players on Kentucky that are going to step up. Um, so I see Kentucky actually beating out North Carolina in this region. 
Okay, definitely. I mean, you can't. I don't think you can really go wrong with either one of those top three teams to represent the South region in the Final Four because they're all very talented. And, I mean, North Carolina, obviously, <laughs> last season uh, ended in heartbreak with the Chris Jenkins hitting the game winner at the buzzer against them. And then Kentucky, uh, always one of the better teams in the in the country, would always has the best recruits. We know John Calipari is the best recruiter in the nation and probably the greatest recruiter ever in college basketball. And UCLA, obviously, uh, I believe they scored 100 points like eight different times this season. Their offense is really high-powered, led by Lonzo Ball, the floor general, and TJ Leaf up front, Bryce Alford, the, the coach's son, Hamilton, Aaron, Aaron Holiday. They got good balance. And then you got teams like uh, Wichita, Wichita State and Butler, and Cincinnati, they like to slow the pace down. Although Cincinnati uh, this season has had their offenses look better than it has in past seasons. So, I mean, if Cincinnati was in another region, I might have given them a real chance. But I just don't think they're going to be able to get get through these high-powered offenses in Carolina, Kentucky, UCLA. And I just think this this side, this side this region is just too uh, too much for them to overcome. But with that being said... I don't know. This is really tough. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Kentucky uh, and Carolina in the regional final, and just because uh, I believe Kentucky's talent is better than North Carolina's, I'm gonna go with Kentucky. And uh, like you said, Malik Monk is absolutely excellent. He's one of the. He's definitely gonna be a top five pick in the draft this season, and then. They got other veteran guys like Briscoe and Willis. And then De'Aaron Fox, another freshman for them, has, has played really well. And Adebayo, their center up front, very physical, brings a physical element to them and kind of helps them in their half-court offense. So uh, there's been like rumors around that sw- swirls around that basically Calipari, all he can do is recruit. So what do you, what do you think he does in these tight games Elite Eight, Final Four, Sweet Sixteen, so forth, to kind of come up with uh, big plays at in crucial moments at the end of the games or in tight spots. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not too sure if he's the greatest access to those guys, but like you said, I think he's a great recruiter. So he typically has the more talented team, and I think he's a good motivation guy as well. So. Um, those two things, being able to motivate those young kids and, and having the most talented kids on the floor, I think that, that's what he's the best at. Okay, and uh, any sleepers? Do you think Wichita State uh, has anything, any chance at all, or Cincinnati, or even Middle Tennessee State? Uh, they beat uh, Michigan State last year. you think they have any chance to make any noise in this bracket, or in this region, excuse me? Well, I mean, I think Wichita State has a really good chance of making a Sweet 16, but going beyond there, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think any of those lower seeds are going to be able to crack. Um, they're definitely. I don't think they're going to make it to to the Final Four. It's going to be really difficult to make it to the Elite Eight. Okay. But I don't see that happening. All right, so it looks like we're going mostly chalk with our uh, Final Four picks. So I have... Uh, Coming out of the East region, I have Nova, Villanova, the defending champs. In the West region, I have Arizona coming out, the two seed. In the Midwest region, I have uh, 
Kansas coming out the number one seed and in the south region I have Kentucky the two seed coming out so Syed is going Villanova in the east region Gonzaga in the west region both number one seeds Kansas the number one seed in the midwest region and Kentucky in the south region at number two so looks like we agree on uh three of the four regions with Kentucky Kansas and Villanova and then we got a disagreement with the west region you got Gonzaga I got Arizona so definitely should be a fun set of games this weekend uh the first weekend although the best teams aren't in in the first weekend is always the most fun weekend to watch just because there's so many games going on and there's usually there's going to be a couple upsets probably with that 12 11 seed range so you'll see a few and that'll make it exciting but ultimately the better teams will move on and to the sweet 16 out of this weekend and mostly it'll be chalk for the most part in my opinion so with that being said uh thank you so much for coming on side uh it was great having you on and look forward to having you on again uh probably two weeks uh and we'll just we'll discuss the final four and see how our picks look all right hopefully my bracket doesn't get too busted all right uh we'll be hoping for that thank you everyone for listening and i will be back probably next week to talk some nba and once again thank you guys for listening enjoy the games